The Full Exposure Podcast is made possible by Metro Health, University of Michigan Health, and Dr. Peter Hahn in appreciation for the contributions that artists and creative minds provide to our community. Arts and culture are essential to a rich and rewarding life, strengthening our overall well-being and our appreciation of all that we see, hear, and experience. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of Full Exposure with me, your host, Brian Kelly. This is a special episode because there's nobody on it but me. It's just me talking. I've never done this before. I've never had a solo episode, but um, the podcast, as you may or may not have noticed, has been kind of dark since, uh, I think, March 27th uh, was the last episode that we released uh, with Dr. Rocky Pye from Metro Health, and uh, the last 60 days uh, since then, today is May 27th as I record this, that's uh, 60 days with no podcasts, and um, you know, I don't know if you'd noticed, uh, there's been a pandemic going on, it's been hard to work, um, a lot of changes, Uh, so I just sort of hit pause, I did not want to... um, bring people into the studio unnecessarily to have conversations um, during a lockdown. Um, And I just didn't want to, um, you know, I was was trying to assess my own situation, our our family situation, my business situation, uh, like we all are. I'm just like you guys, uh, figuring out uh, what is the next step. Um, For me personally, it's been uh, kind of a waiting period. It felt like... uh, well, just to reset, you know, I'm in the video and photography production business, and um, you know that's been shut down, um, sort of gutted. I don't know many productions that are working um, at all in the Mich- in Michigan. Um, I don't know many clients that are commissioning new projects right now, and certainly the first uh, 40, 30, 45 days as this went on, it didn't feel to me like a good time to be. Uh, shaking the trees, you know, going through my client list and past projects and just sort of like soliciting work. It just didn't feel like, uh, it just felt off key. You know, we're all just trying to figure out what's going on with the pandemic and stay healthy. And we knew business, uh, all of us knew businesses at a standstill. So, uh, including mine. So, uh, it just felt like not a good time to be like, Hey, got any projects coming up? Because I think we all knew the answer. The answer was, uh, not right now. And, um, so it was a good time to just hunker down, um, at home. Uh, I'll bring you up to date a little bit about my family situation. We had an unusual situation, uh, with my daughter, Faith, who, um, who had some planned surgery, some complicated surgery to both of her legs in January. And then she was home for six weeks um, on bed rest. She couldn't wait bear. We had a hospital bed brought in um, to the house. And she was just recovering there, anticipating going, uh, once she was off bed rest at home, to going to inpatient care at Mary Freebed which is a real rehabilitation, physical rehabilitation hospital here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And, um, and we did that. We hit uh, six weeks at home, and we checked her into Mary Freebed uh, along with me and my wife. And my wife and I had planned to um, 
stay there. We were planning on six to 10 weeks of inpatient rehabilitation where she would gain her strength back and learn how to walk and get her balance back and uh, just do a whole host of post-operative therapies there to get her literally, quite literally, back on her feet. And um, I checked them in, uh, my wife, Kathy, and Faith to Mary Freebed, and uh, they were staying. We could have one parent stay overnight. So my wife, uh, you know, she's been quarterbacking a lot of uh, these types of medical issues and, and procedures with Faith. And uh, so my job was to stay at home and come back and forth to the hospital uh, as much as I could, um, stay at home with my older college-age girls, and uh, my wife would be there largely uh, for most of the week, and maybe I might take a night or two here and there to give her a break and let her get out of the uh, hospital while Faith was doing rehab. But anyway, within, uh, I think it was three days after we checked them in, the hospital went into full COVID kind of lockdown. So we had a, a choice to make, and that was to have my wife stay at the hospital permanently uh, with Faith, not being able to leave the campus or even at times uh, the floor that they were on. They couldn't go up or down uh, on the elevator. And there was absolutely zero visitors allowed. I could uh, drop items off uh, occasionally if they needed uh, you know, some clothing or some, something from home. I could, I could drop them off at security with a mask on, and the hospitals uh, were very, very uh, tight with security with COVID, uh, rightfully so. And um, so we went, entered this unusual period of nearly six weeks of no physical contact. I couldn't see them. Um, we could FaceTime. Um, we could uh, occasionally I'd drive by and wave at them uh, at the window <laughs> and just kind of like... Uh, but it was very hard. It was a hard time. So all this was going on after the last podcast. This was in March and, uh, I'm sorry, end of March and April and part of May, uh, where we were dealing with uh, Faith and my wife Kathleen in the hospital at Mary Freebed. And uh, I was home with Hannah and Maddie, who are, you know, 20 and 18 years old. And we had our own kind of uh, family time together. And overall, you know, given everything, it was, yes, it's a very difficult circumstance to be put in as a family and being separated because of COVID. Uh, it was already a difficult situation to have uh, one of your kids at Mary Freebed for six consecutive weeks uh, doing intensive, painful rehab. Uh, and she's a very hard worker, and the outcome has been very good. But, uh, you know, it was a very, we'd never been separated like that for any considerable length of time as a family. So, uh, I must say that uh, Faith's been back home now for about two and a half weeks. She's doing very well. We're continuing outpatient th surgery, uh, not surgery, sorry, outpatient therapies, occupational therapy and physical therapy um, intensively throughout the week, but it's on an outpatient basis. So, basis. so we go in uh, and uh, there's usually two-hour sessions where we go in and then there's other days when she's not at Mary Freebed, we uh, do home therapies. And so we have quite a bit of work to do at home between Kathy and I to keep Faith on a regimen of getting her body stronger and uh, more balanced. And we're just continuing the um, therapies that uh, she's being given at Mary Freebed. So overall, things are very good. We're happy to be back together as a family. 
And uh, to see her progress week in and week out is uh, marvelous. She's uh, quite an inspiration. If you're unfamiliar with Faith, there is a uh, an episode that I did last fall with Faith. She wanted to be on the podcast, but you could get an idea of uh, what Faith is like, who she's like, what she, you know, her sense of humor, and some things. If you went back to one of the past episodes from last fall. Uh, there's an episode with Faith. There's a great video that's about six, seven minutes long of uh, our conversation, and you'll get an idea of what uh, what Faith is like. But, um, you know, so that was one part of our pandemic story the last uh, 60 days or so, excuse me, <clears throat> while I clear my throat. But, um, you know, the other part of it is just, uh, you know, what does this have, what does the pandemic mean for uh, my creative industry? For a lot of my clients and trying to forecast this year and what, uh, you know, to try to determine if at all any business will be coming back in terms of video production. If it does, at uh, what scale, you know, what type of photography projects are going to be, um, you know, ramp back up and how quickly will they ramp up? And I say this because I know. Um, we're all in the same boat, you know. I don't care what kind of business you're in, or if you work at a corporation or a big company or a small company. It doesn't really matter. We're all kind of waiting to see what happens and try to make the best decisions today with the information you have. But um, I'd anticipate a little bit of uh, production starting to ramp up. Um, I'm going to have some guests on pretty soon that are directly involved in in the creative industries. So if you uh, so we can just kind of uh, kick the tires, lick our wounds, see what's going on, you know, maybe pull some positivity and support from those uh, podcast episodes and see if there's any ideas around innovation. How is uh, video and photography production 2.0, so to speak, going to take place over the summer and the fall and into 2021? So um, very soon I'll have Eric Johnson, who's a, a, the owner, a co-owner of uh, Gorilla Productions. He's a great director. They do mostly video. They don't do a lot of uh, necessarily photography like I do, but they've been at the forefront and one of the leading video production companies um, in the state of Michigan for many, many, many years. He's a friend, and um, we'll be exploring uh, him. In a, 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 he'll be on an episode, actually, we're going to be shooting on Friday this week. So um, those will start to come out. And my plans for the podcast now is to keep... Keep going, man. We've got a great audience. That's what I can just tell you is we've had a growing audience. I was looking just before I started recording this uh, podcast. Today is uh, just going through some of the, the downloads and views of uh, you know the last uh, month or so. And we still are getting lots of people revisiting older episodes. Obviously, we haven't, haven't had brand new episodes, but... People are finding the still finding the podcast, still downloading uh, various episodes uh, across the board. It's been very exciting to see uh, that uh, when things went uh, quiet here for me, week in and week out as the host of the podcast, that people continue to to look and find and and listen to the podcast. So that's been gratifying. I do not want to lose the momentum we have together as an audience. It's been one of the greatest thrills of the last year is just to see this little podcast um, take off and um, get some sponsorship with Metro Health, be able to do some things. We went out, as you know, or may not know, shot some episodes out in California. 
We did some episodes in Detroit. We've done a lot of them here in my home studio in Grand Rapids, but I feel like we're we're just this tight little community of uh, audience and and me just kind of pumping out this content, not really knowing what I'm doing, but just trying to talk to people that I find interesting, that have a story to tell, and uh, have something to maybe be inspired by. And the premise of the podcast uh, it won't really change. I, I don't think now as uh, we start to interact more as a community with each other, we'll maintain some social distancing in, in June and as long as necessary. But I still think we can conduct some portraits before we sit down and have a conversation. The premise of the podcast will not change. It'll still begin with a portrait session and then a conversation with each of my guests. So... Um, I'm excited. I'm also nervous about this year, to be totally candid. I'm worried about finances. I've got, uh, like everybody, we're trying to figure out, you know, how do you uh, live in a world with decreased revenues and and personal income? And uh, just while we wait and see how much business comes back and and how quickly it comes back. So I'm also optimistic. Uh, It's balanced and tempered by (laughs) my... Uh, I can be a little pessimistic at times, or maybe more pragmatic is maybe a better word than pessimistic, but I, I don't want to be inflated with enthusiasm, over-enthusiasm, as if I'm walking blindly forward, expecting everything to be smelling of roses and and rosemary. You know, it's, it's going to be a tough haul uh, for all of us. It's not just me, but, um, but I, you know, that said... Um, I feel like uh, productions can start again safely. Um, we have uh, here with me, I've developed um, some policies and procedures about how we're going to operate under COVID and have uh, for our own safety, mutual safety of our crew and um, our clients, how we'll interact in the safest way possible given that particular production. So. If you're sitting on projects, and this is not an advertisement, I'm just saying if you're sitting on projects and you would like to explore how we might conduct those given the circumstances, what you need to have produced and shot, where it needs to be shot, and how we proceed with whatever budget um, it might require, I'm open to those conversations, man. If anything, uh, it'd be nice to talk to people more often on the phone, maybe an email, have you guys' email inboxes been very quiet if you're a freelancer? Mine's been pretty stone-cold quiet. So, um, hey, hit my email. Let's talk about uh, particular projects. Doesn't mean we need to shoot it uh, in the next month, but we could start planning for some of your media needs over the, the summer and get an action plan together uh, so we can execute some of these things because uh, we can't stand by forever. And uh, we're going to have to move forward at some point with whatever, uh, whatever chips we have, whatever cards are on the table and, the, and whatever chips we have in our possession, we need to start playing those. That's a bad metaphor. I don't even gamble or play cards, but uh, you know what I mean. You're smart. You're a smart audience. Um, but this is just a, a quick check-in. I, I didn't want to go too dark for much longer. This, is, this particular podcast is only available on the audio portion of the podcast. I did not shoot a video, and I did not shoot a portrait of myself, although I maybe probably should have tried to do that. That might have been an interesting 
or a comical experience. But uh, anyway, I haven't had a haircut in probably 90 days. So uh, me being in front of the camera right now is probably not a great idea. But I just wanted to extend to you guys, uh, I hope you're healthy. I hope you're well. I hope your family's well. I hope you're weathering this as best as possible. And uh, taking care of yourselves and your family is certainly an unusual and stressful time uh, with uh, the way the new life that we have right now hits new pressure points in how we all interact as families and people. So I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. It doesn't mean you can't be... Um, <laughs> doesn't mean you can't be concerned or worried or stressed at times, but uh, but if we maintain our mental health and stick to this together and, and circle the wagons as a, a family with your friends, uh, with your community, we can do that. We can do that. And uh, I'd also, the last minute thing I want to do is plug a, a project I did work on um, during COVID, which was a very um, special near and dear project to my heart. And maybe you saw me posting about it on Facebook, but it was a campaign called Be the Bridge. And there's a hashtag called uh, hashtag Be the Bridge. And these are musical performances along the Grand River by some um, artists, local Grand Rapidians. And they take place as uh, right along the river downtown. Uh, with our beautiful lit bridges in view. And uh, they're meant to be, these performances are meant to be a bit of a respite from our troubles, but also remind us that uh, Grand Rapids is built and was uh, founded and, and thrived because we had a river running down through it. And because it was rushing water and rapids, we had bridges built across them to connect commerce, to connect communities, to connect neighborhoods. And uh, we can be that bridge to each other. I know that's a metaphor and kind of a cheesy thing, but uh, it really has sustained me. And we're going to be shooting a few more of the, these uh, in June, and I look forward to releasing those. But there is a, a community page called Be the Bridge on Facebook, and you can see all kinds of, not just my videos of music performances, but people are posting, and you can post positive stories about people uh, in West Michigan who are inspiring you right now during COVID or just a good story. So it's a bit of positive news at Be The Bridge. And I did that in concert with uh, Downtown Grand Rapids Inc. and a whole host of city, city and civic-minded organizations uh, in Grand Rapids. And at the end credits of each of the videos, music performances, you're going to see maybe 20 different partners that were part of that project supporting in solidarity the community of Grand Rapids as we navigate through COVID together. Man, I just talked for 18 and a half minutes. That's enough. My mouth is dry. I, uh, I really appreciate you guys um, sharing the podcast, getting us through this first uh, nine, 10 months of the podcast and growing and sharing it and talking about it. So with that, I will sign off again, wishing you happiness most importantly good health and uh, you'll be seeing new episodes popping up a little more frequently now and I just hope we have a, a, a good summer of positivity and momentum building again because uh, it feels like we've been in a bit of stasis so some forward momentum is where we're headed people so with that thank you and I'll be talking to you very soon 
This Full Exposure podcast episode has been made possible through the support of Metro Health, University of Michigan Health, and Dr. Peter Hahn, who believe that creativity and the arts are essential to a rich, healthy, and fulfilling life.